but yeah, the Michigan stuff is nice. I've, I've been craving some stouts lately. I haven't had any in a long time, but I've been kind of craving that. I'd love to get reason. some some Michigan stouts. It's been a very very long time. Yeah, we should we should maybe like find a, a brewery or something yeah. we can hit up or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'll down. definitely do some scoping out uh, what's around here because I really haven't done a ton. Like, again, with my health situation, too, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm just staying home and, yeah. you know, doing whatever. But, like, it's good for me to have excuses to get out of the house. Like, going, I just I went over because uh, everybody got sick over the holidays, me first, and then uh, my buddy Josh, like the guys that I've been getting, the band guys and stuff and friends from high school that I've been getting back together with uh, back home for, like, the Mario Kart tournaments. Yeah. Uh, we finally did that again last week. Nice. Uh, or, no, it was this week. We did it on Monday. Um, and we got through, we did like a 32 race tournament again and we got through like 30 <laughs> races and then it like disconnected oh. us, but it, that was, that was better than we'd had in a long time for whatever reason, whenever we have been getting together lately, we do like two races, get booted. We weren't even playing online. We were just like local network playing and just get booted. Network and like, playing. What do you, what are you, which, which Mario like, Kart? All on switch on Mario Kart 8. Okay, so we're, yeah, we're all yeah. at my friend's house, like all in the same room and then just like network playing, like not even on. Yeah, not online, just like LAN playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Y'all need to get out your GameCubes and do Double Dash, but then you need I the, know. the hundred dollars is probably a gross underestimate at this point. I was going to oh, say a hundred dollar yeah. Ethernet adapter, but that, that sucker is probably way more expensive than that today i can't even imagine and that was expensive before you know like oh jeez. hey everybody welcome to pursuing pixels my name is kevin portelli and i'm here tonight with randall nolary hey folks and it's just the two of us this week. Uh, John is at, you know what? He actually never replied in the Discord. I asked him uh, what band he was going to see or what artist he was going to see tonight. I know he mentioned he was going to be out at a show tonight. Uh, he got some <laughs> tickets for a venue, this venue, Sleeping Village, which unfortunately I never got to take enough advantage of. It opened up right by uh, John and I's apartments oh, in uh, Chicago. Like it was kind of like this little like kind of small bar, coffee shop in the morning. And then like all like not all of a sudden it just opened up sort of out of nowhere, like right before COVID hit. So I never uh, it never like really blossomed into what it was fully going to be. But like they would get like kind of decent sized touring acts to nice. come through there and like local bands played, too. But it seemed like a really cool venue. But yeah, I was uh, John mentioned he was going to a show and I was like, I don't think he ever mentioned uh who he was going to see tonight. But uh, anyways, it didn't mean to go off on that tangent there. But uh, yeah, just Randall and I. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I guess since it's just the two of us, we're uh, we're bound to go on a couple tangents. Oh, uh, of while we talk some video games oh, here absolutely. as well. Yes. Um, but we're definitely going to stick to the video games. And I guess, uh, yeah, Randall, why don't you uh, get us started? I think you've been kind of playing some more of your resolution game uh, yeah. from last year. Yeah, my 2022 resolution game, which I, yes. I talked a lot about in... I think the the last regular episode that I was on, and then I talked more about in our holiday edition episode because um, it yeah, ranked you really got two. me intrigued. Oh, really, yes. really got me intrigued. As like I always kind of wrote this game off, and I think I said this before too, but just kind of like, oh, it's like the JRPG Panzer Dragoon, like totally off the beaten path. But then you're like, oh no, but the battles are still kind of the you know, it just you you definitely were like, oh. No, no need to write that game off other than the fact that I can't afford it. it yes, <laughs> that it's that it that it's inaccessible unless you like get it through. Like if I don't even know if there's good Saturn emulators these days or not. I, I have the yeah, privilege yeah, of I still no owning idea. a working Saturn in that game. But I, you know, I know for a long yeah. time that wasn't the case. And then, 
of course, they never ported it because they lost the source code, which is just completely ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's just a shame for any game, shame. honestly, even if it wasn't a classic or a rare forgotten yeah. gem or whatever. Like, it's just a shame that stuff like that get, gets lost. Just for know? the preservation of it, right? You know, right, right. Even if it wasn't great, which it is great. So that's even worse. But it's like, yeah, I mean, even <laughs> even old bands that I played in where I'm like, oh, I know we had demos of those crappy yeah. songs. But like, sometimes I want to get nostalgic and listen to them. And I'm like, 100%. oh, that hard drive is corrupted and. Those songs are just gone now. I know. know? Isn't that rough? I feel the same way. I mean, yes, uh, you know, I feel the same way about that sort of (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's devastating kind of. You have to just move on. But it's it's it is devastating in the moment. It is. um, But I am I am a lucky owner of Panzer Dragoon Saga. And it was my resolution game and and I beat my resolution game. So Panzer Dragoon Saga is complete. I saw credits. Um, That's impressive. Yeah. And and it was. I should have looked to see how how long it took me, but uh, it's a four disc game, which is kind of cool in a, in a nerdy way too, because you know those are basically just like regular compact disc size, right? So it's not like they can fit a ton of data. So it had to be across the four discs to fit all the <laughs> the cutting edge yeah. full motion video and and you know the lossless wave audio stuff that they had on there, which the soundtrack is awesome. I don't know that I spent a lot of time talking about it before, but I love that soundtrack. I even looked recently, like, did they put this out on vinyl yet? One of those cool, like, nerdy, yeah. like, music things. Did, did they put, did one of those good companies put this out on vinyl yet? And they did, of course, and I missed it. But the next time ah. it's republished, I will get it. Because even the battle theme, like, in a uh, JRPG or, or a lot of RPGs that have, you know, those type of battles, like, you're going to hear that same theme over and over again. And right. even that could be make or break. But God, I heard that I've, I've probably collectively heard that battle theme in small chunks for hours. Right. You know, if right. Right. Summed up time. And it's just banging. It's like such a good theme. I love it. Um, let alone the rest of the like really atmospheric synthy sort of soundtrack that's around this and you know i love i love the soundtrack of the game i love the vibes of panzer dragoon saga and it's a shame that it came out when it did on the platform it did and that sega was already (laughs) kind of and this downward trajectory because of the failure of the 32x and then the american failure of the saturn and then dreamcast just couldn't hold on long enough to you know make another panzer dragoon release work and thankfully they did release um orda on xbox but that was again another traditional panzer dragoon yeah panzer dragoon like arcade on rails yeah which again yeah we'll take those all day or i will at least for sure but but again like this is like putting another spin on it like we even though Panzer Dragoon is a fresh take in and of itself on yeah. the on-rail shooter, yeah. it's like adding another element to that is just so cool. I, I, I don't know. I'm always such a sucker for like blending couple genres together. And Me stuff too. Like that. Not that it always works, but. Right. Sometimes that can be very clunky or forced yeah. and that never felt the case here. Uh, gosh, it's just a great game to experience. And if, I, honestly, if you can play it like, um, you know, Play it any way you can. <laughs> As our, I was going to say our pal, not that we know him, but our, our, our big fan, our, I'm a big fan. We're oh, both yeah. big I fans of SNES drunk. SNES yeah, drunk. I just, I yeah. love, yes. I love that little tag of like, hey, this game's hard to find, you know, play it or like if it's a arcade game or something, just like it is what it is. You got to, got to play it some way, shape or form. But I mean, like that, I literally played, I, I kept my 
my Saturn multi-tap adapter and my 3D control pad hooked up to my Saturn all year to make sure that I saw that game through. And the only time I disconnected it was when people visited. Otherwise, that sucker was connected and the wires were everywhere just to make sure (laughs) that I saw that damn game through the way it was meant to be, quote unquote, played. And and I'm, I'm very happy for the the experience and i'm very glad that i forced myself to do that as a resolution game yeah i'm i'm glad you did as well because it actually got me on top of the fact that uh i think i might have even mentioned this in passing on a podcast or save it for the cast episode but uh john and i or maybe when we were talking about it on the holiday episode or whatever but john and i recently scooped up and i think you already had it the panzer dragoon remake on switch yeah uh which is just like a full-blown remake of the first game again back to the more traditional on-rails shooter but being that i had only played uh the sega saturn like demo version (laughs) i own i i kind of forgot that i had bought panzer dragoons y uh at some point in time when we were in our like bigger collecting days i probably got it at some point when we were out at one of our various shops probably at game crazy probably, <laughs> probably yeah because they had all those saturn they always had the sat they always had the saturn on that like, i remember getting like cap. clockwork night there yeah and, like a few it's- just like random games and we'd always be like oh, can you swap the cases on these like this one's got to bust it up uh could you like swap that uh you know nba case or whatever i probably i was um, probably pushing you to to get that one too uh cause yeah I, I think is why is is awesome uh it, probably the best rail shooter of that series yeah people really like orda but i think Zwei is is fantastic yeah and that's oh i do own Orda. i do own i got it neither of us can talk today i guess <laughs> but i yeah i do own orda as well which i guess that is kind of tough to say but yes um i don't have a disc playing xbox anymore i have like yeah. an actual like physical copy of it on xbox but i only have an xbox uh xbox one i guess yeah but the, the digital yeah the discless yeah. system so i don't have any means unless i just like download it again but right. part of me is like maybe they'll remake that and put it on switch or something so yeah. long story short yeah it was on sale for 90 percent off so instead of 25 dollars, <laughs> it was 250 and i was kind of riding the wave i just got some uh, christmas gift cards i think i had 40 dollars worth of like nintendo eShop points and then i was like oh well yeah again like i already kind of want to play this game randall yeah. just talked about the series so i'm kind of like you know, I just got it on the mind and it just seems like a no brainer. And then, yeah, as soon as John was like, oh, I'll scoop it up, too. And I, I decided to fire it up. And I know you played some recently as well. I yep. probably got through like the first four levels or so. And it was really cool because it, it actually the first level was from what I remember. I could be misremembering, but um, was not the first level from the demo disc. It was actually the second level because I remember what I remember from the demo was like this like kind of sand desert level. Yeah. With like a worm, like kind of almost like a dune type yeah, worm. Yeah, very uh, dune, very dune. Yeah, and it's just like you're, you know, they're popping out of the sand, yes. and you're like blowing up the different like links of the snake yeah, or the worm shell. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta like blow off its like skin or whatever. Yep. Um, and that's the level that I remember at least. Maybe that was just like that. Maybe you do play like the kind of water level before that, but that didn't seem familiar to me. But I, I really, it took me a minute to get into the groove with the game. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, because you had talked about even in Saga on the podcast, you were kind of talking about how like it has that radar system, and like once you kind of learn. Yeah how that radar works. And actually I, I was thinking the whole time I was playing, I was like, I wonder how this would control on uh Saturn. Cause I guess you had the six button controller, but you don't have the shoulder buttons. It felt really intuitive on switch to just be able to press like left and right shoulder to pan well, the got, camera 90 you degrees. Shoulders. You got shoulder buttons on, on the Saturn. Saturn. Oh yeah. yeah. It had those real clicky, like, uh, soft. Oh, I've, yeah. I forgot about yep. those. Those were weird. You only of, have, yeah. Okay. They're only one set. Unlike modern 
you know, platforms that have two, you know, sets yeah, I almost of, prefer that to be honest. Cause I, I think I've said this before too. I, I, t- on the podcast, like I tend to play and just use my index finger and just kind of shift it same. between those two, unless yeah. it's a game that really demands me to like have, you know, all four fingers at the ready at those buttons. But yeah, it, I don't know. I almost prefer to not have the option and just like, just keep it simple left and right. I don't want to wonder which one or wish it was the shoulder and not the trigger or vice versa. I agree you with can't you. remap. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Give me just like just two shoulder buttons, a left and a right. And let's, let's call that. Okay. That's, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't need like a, some tactile feeling trigger thing. I mean, for some games it does feel kind of nice, but yeah, for the most part, I do like to just immediate, like I press the button and it works. Yep. But at the same time, I love the GameCube shoulder buttons that are all like super pressure yeah, spring yeah. sensitive. Just so super it just analog. depends on the situation because it is awesome playing, you know, Mario Sunshine, which I guess we'll get it probably get into later. Yeah. Uh, but it's awesome playing like using that. Like it, it very it's almost like that controller was made to work with Mario Sunshine. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, back to Panzer Dragoon remake, like. I got through the first uh, four levels or so, and I really like how the structure seems to work. Like, it seems like as you beat levels, you kind of earn more continues to, like, keep yeah. working through the game. Like, yeah. it kind of, like, still had that, like, I, I like I've even talked about with roguelikes on the podcast before. It almost, like, creates that, like, feeling of, like, one more run. Let me pump another quarter into the machine. Like, it kind of felt like a, a good way to translate the arcade feel of how that game works. And maybe that's how it was on the Saturn version as well, but... I don't, I don't know, it just felt really nice credits, but I, I uh, unfortunately I didn't play the original Saturn version in a while. I, you know, I, yeah. like I said, I played a lot more Zwei than I played of the original game. It's just my go to on Saturn. If I'm going to play a rail shooter, it's going to be Zwei, the second game, yeah. and not the first game as much. Um, but I'd be curious now to like go back now that I've got the remake more fresh in my mind to see what the differences were that way, too what kind of quality of life stuff there mm-hmm. is. Cause yeah, it, it is really impressive. Like seeing like the whole time while I was playing, cause I, I got to like uh, one of the parts I died a couple times. Like the first time I started like really kind of dying on a regular basis that I think it was like a boss battle on the third or fourth level. You're kind of like in a cave sort of situation. There's like another dragon that's kind of like chasing you down or some other kind of beast. Maybe it's not yeah. a dragon, but it's kind of chasing you down. It's got some really cool like camera angles. The yeah. camera angles can be a little janky at times. Like you're just like, what is going on? What am I supposed <laughs> to be aiming at? Like, what is it even happening right now? Yeah, it can get a little bit wild. But for the most part, you know, within a second or two, you can figure out what you're supposed to be doing. But I was dying a bunch on that segment. But I was thinking the whole time, like I was like, this looks pretty cool. But I wonder how this would have looked on the Saturn, because I, yeah. I do love that, like 32 bit 3D, like super smudgy, smeary. Yeah like soft, almost pixelated look of those 3D graphics from what I remember of the demo. I do too. I don't want to say that like this version like strips the character out of it because it, it, I don't think I still think it has a ton of charm. It's it, like this remake is done really, really well, I think, uh, from the stages I played. But and it runs really well on the Switch for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really I, I'm, I'm just glad to have it like again for 250. Yes. Like I can just play Same. it handheld on my Switch. Same. Uh, pick up a fire a few levels away and the loading times are a little bit long yeah. at times between levels That's especially when you're like note. very first starting it yeah. up yeah the loading um, times were noticeable and i'm like oh that's kind of a bummer like was that an optimization thing that we couldn't quite figure out because like i feel like we could have 
done a little bit better there. I even I saw it was on Xbox and I downloaded it there to compare, but then I'm like, oh shoot, it's not a Game Pass thing. I'm I'm not paying oh, yeah. for this. Right yeah, I'm now. not gonna buy it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that is interesting. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, I wonder if that's Switch related stuff or yeah. whatever. But it but it still looks great. It's still I, I really like the how it has different difficulty settings. Again, yeah. maybe that was always in the original. Right. Uh, but me having only played the demo, like to me on, on normal, I almost uh, once I got farther into the game, I was like, OK, this is starting to get tough. But like the first stage, I was like, ah, I almost could maybe bump this up to hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but once, yeah, once I started getting to like that dragon in the corridor tunnel, I was like, OK, this is not messing around. But I really like I don't know. You just like the way it's like really cinematic. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it just it's definitely a labor of love. This this remake is not like just a cash grab like yeah. they. They redid the opening cutscene, and I don't know if it's the same thing just redone or if it's a totally new thing. But it's like pretty long. I ended up watching the whole thing. I was like, I was like, man, this is. But it kind of got me pumped to like jump into the adventure. Like it it got me like, okay, here we here we go. Like once once it kind of kicks off at the very end of that cutscene, they definitely they definitely put more lore around it. You know, for it being a you know a shmup at 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 its core, right? There's there's quite a bit of lore and story built up around it, but it kind of makes sense when you consider it was supposed to be one of the flagship Sega Saturn games. You know, yeah, yeah, that they would have put that much uh, production value into it. And I do agree with you in kind of talking about it that um, you know I kind of prefer the 32 bit stylings. And of course I'm, you know, I'm more apt to say that now having spent so much time with saga on Saturn two, but you know, that's, that's kind of what I know. That's what I associate Panzer Dragoon more or less to be and look like and feel like and everything else. And yeah, the loading times are a little rough and the, it does look, it it does look good, you know, but I do agree that it strips just a little bit out of like the feel of it. Like it's like the way that they did the, the glossed over kind of the, the textures of it just to some, yeah, it's like a little clean or a little, again, just like, yeah, losing that kind of softness of the, the originals on the Saturn or whatever. It just kind of has this like really sharp, crisp, like almost bright, look to it where like it i don't know i at least again the stage i played on the demo disc was like this sandstorm you know brown stage so that (laughs) that's part of the factor as well but i I did see some like clips i was just looking up like gifs and stuff i think just to post on line when we had talked about it and i was like i saw like some of the enemies like oh yeah that looks totally different yeah but it's not like an about it's not like oh man what did they do to that enemy like it's just it's just kind of like oh that enemy almost had Kind of like I was talking about with the Klonoa remake recently. I, don't, I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not, but like the Wii version of the remake. Like, yeah. Um, I think it was on a save it for the cast. But anyways, like the Wii version was just kind of like it felt like they like suck the character or the charm out of that game somehow yeah. in, in some way, even though it's still there's nothing wrong with it. But they just kind of like it just felt lifeless in some way. And that I wouldn't go as far way, with though. this game. You know, yeah. if, if it doesn't have, then it's like, it's pulling away from the vibe and the spirit of, of the thing that was made originally to some degree, you know, it gets lost a little yeah. bit in translation. Sometimes. And those are the perfect words too. Cause it is just kind of like a vibe and the spirit, it is just like a feeling, you know, yeah. you can't necessarily put it tangibly into words. Cause it's not like, I'm, I'm just like, I like the worst graphics better. You know? <laughs> like it's, it's not like, it, you know, it doesn't necessarily make sense, but it's just like, I, and it's not like I'm, I grew up on the game. Like 
I just tend well, you, to just, you, I just like it better. But you it, you yeah. kind of did a little bit, but y- you know that's and there's a nostalgia true. for that just era as well of like Me just too. pushing technology as far as it could go. You know, at the time, like th- this system shouldn't really be playing 3D games right. realistically. And, yes, but we're just gonna make it happen. And so. I have such an affinity for like the early 3D Sega arcade stuff from like the yeah. early to mid 90s. Just like I have a big affinity for that like visual style and you know a lot of like the actiony gameplay that that they were just nailing in that time period um yeah even like the reticle or the cursor and panzer like it takes a little getting used to and there are quite a few actually different options i didn't tweak them too much because i it felt fine stand pretty much in the standard settings but they did have different options for like different types of reticles yes but the, the way it like takes a little getting used to it's like because you're starting to like focus on like the kind of these like squares that are rotating like kind of in front of you yeah but like the you really have to like focus on this like kind of like it's like kind of like a what's that term in art where it's like the point of uh the the vanishing point or yeah, something or yeah, whatever yeah, but you're yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. aiming at that like this point way off in the distance and it yep. takes a minute to get used to because you're aiming and steering at the same time yes. and it's just like I think that's what adds so much more because it is like, you know, it is almost like a time cop type game. Oh, yeah. Other than you're not like stopping for like scene after scene. But you are You're like, hey, here's a wave of enemies. Yeah. And here's a little cinematic, you know, go around the bend. And and which is also why I like it. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. But it's just like light gunny without the stop and go as much. It's just kind of go, go, go. But but yeah, there is like the little kind of cut scenes are just like, oh, we're going up through the cave as it collapse and there's nothing really happening. You're just kind of flying around. But yep. Yeah, it's cool. Like you got to dodge stuff and yep. get used to like where your dragon's positioned. And I don't know, just really cool, unique, one of a kind type game. Definitely worth two uh, series, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah no kidding. I just, you know, half the reason why I bought it again digitally besides the convenience is because please, you know, I hope the sales could spur, you know, this is why to, to a remake of the whole remake. series. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to happen. And I will say, you know, the the version of Orda that's out on uh xbox one and the modern xbox platform just plays gorgeously uh it has aged very well for being an xbox original game so if you want if you want the the kind of uh the regular style panzer dragoon um type of gameplay a la Star Fox, i would i'd probably point people if you have a modern console at that more than anything else at the panzer dragoon orta game and that's even though it's so harder or does its own game, right? It's not yes. like a remake because I was kind of under the impression, oh, it's like a remake slash reimagining of the first one. Like when I first heard of it, yeah, it's and then very I was like, oh no, its, it, it's kind of its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, there's there's a and there's a lot of layers of complexity. So you know, in in one sense, I suppose it's not the best first game to play because yeah. there's a lot of like different dragon modes and things like that. But it's just there's a layer of polish there, um, despite it having relatively modern visuals. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, and it's probably worth mentioning, and I think we talked about this before briefly when uh, you brought up Saga, or just when we've talked Panzer Dragoon at some point. Like, I know we've we've mentioned Rez in passing. Yeah. And if, like, if somehow you've played Rez, because I, I, for some reason I could see that game maybe not clicking with people, just being like, this is a little too obtuse for me, or I don't know what's going on. Like, if you maybe were intrigued by Rez, but mm-hmm. it didn't quite click, like, Panzer Dragoon might be one that could, number one, be an easier yeah to get into but might make res click a little bit yeah. more once you kind of like oh i get how this control scheme very works. similar and, oh now i can yes. kind of like interpret like bring that over to this like sort of rhythm shooter yes uh like i don't know i just feel like it's it's worth 
mentioning that those games have like some shared lineage. Yeah, sort of. Res is awesome too. No, oh, yeah, so also cool. a big fan of Res. Yeah, that's another. I think I have the HD remake on one of the yeah. consoles I have on PS3, maybe. Which yeah, my PS3 is kind of fried, but that sounds about right. I though. have it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, of remakes, sort of not really remakes, ports half-ass ports with things attached to them um <laughs> that are not half-assed by any stretch of the imagination uh and actually speaking of our holiday episode oh. are, are, were you good on the panzer dagoon there yes. by the way yes I, I felt like we were wrapping that up there so oh, like, yes. I, i'm always when i just when i just assume it i'm always second guessing it in the back of my brain like oh wait <laughs> did randall want to chime in there um nope, but after randall's uh kind of hyping up of uh bowser's fury mm-hmm. on uh, a tat you know the kind of added sort of dlc-esque you know campaign that got added to super mario 3d world on the switch along with the port uh he raved about that multiple times on the podcast including on our holiday episode so i was like okay if randall's putting this in his top three uh i was already kind of like i my mom and my aunt and a couple people were pestering me for christmas like what do you want for christmas what do you want for christmas and i was like okay what are like a couple games that i just need to kind of round out my collection i was like i never bought mario 3d world and now that Randall's talking about Bowser's Fury so highly. Yep. I think I need to like make that happen. And I ended up firing it up. Uh, I did a Patreon poll in our uh, Discord and actually Mario's. Uh, I think I mentioned this on the podcast, too. I feel like I'm always just repeating myself, but uh, Mario Bowser's Fury ended up winning. Nice. So I was like, OK, perfect. I'm going to dive into that. And I ended up playing a stream where I played just to get warmed up. I played like the first three levels of Super Mario 3D World. I actually played yeah. as Peach to just kind of jump around. How does this feel different? She basically feels like luigi pretty much with like a slightly different mechanic but you got that like hover yeah whatever beat beat the first few levels and i was like okay let's jump over to bowser's fury and ended up playing like on that stream played probably about an hour and a half or so nice. of bowser's fury and then was kind of ho- like the setup i have with my temporary like for streaming console games it's not the most ideal situation i just have like cords all over the room so once I kind of like took it down after that stream, I was like, ah, as much as I want to almost just stream more of this and just kind of kick back and play some more, I was like, I'm just going to play on my own time and play it, uh, you know, just whenever I have some free time. And it really kind of grabbed my attention more than I expected. Like, nice. number one, it was a bigger game than I expected. Just even, even based on, I know you had kind of said that, yeah. but it was just still bigger, like, because at one point I, I had about 20 of the cat shines yep. that you collect, which are basically like the stars that you collect throughout the game. Yep. And like you kind of are unlocking these different gigabells, which are different areas sort of of the map as you go um, that you kind of like unlock. It's almost like a tropical island setting and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like zipping around it. Actually, while I was playing, I was like, this is making me want a new wave race game because oh, you're constantly like to me about hopping that. on top of uh, oh, Plessy from uh, is it? When did when did Plessy first appear in Galaxy or I don't know in some oh, maybe, man. maybe it was 3D World it might have been 3D World it might have been but it does feel like Plessy was around before then hmm. there was you know what there were those Galaxy levels that had like that manta ray and like some yeah. other like different like yeah. rideable I don't know if Plessy yeah. was in there because I Plessy feels amazing to control oh, that yeah. was like maybe some of my favorite parts of the yes. game just dive like the way they have like the almost like obstacle courses yes. set up throughout the even. Like the the actual challenges to get like cat shines are cool, like really tough and fun. But like even just the just going around and going through the rings that are just there for fun. Yes, uh, is just a blast. Again, and I never made that so wave fast. race connection. That's that's a good point too. That's, that's well, that's what made good. me really think of it was like because remember in wave race you could like go under the wall. Like if you went mm-hmm. up over a ramp and then if you like held down forward you could like dive under the Hell water yeah. and then like emerge from underneath and like. 
with Plessy, you have to like, or you don't have to, but in some regards, you kind of do, do. You like go under the water. Mm-hmm. And then if you jump right as you're coming out of the water, you get like a speed burst. Oh yeah. And it's Plessy just like, oh, it's, yeah, uh, that, that was the best part of the game. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I really liked a lot. I, I have, I have some issues with it too, but I, I, cause it kind of feels like a mess in a lot of regards. Hit too. Me. I, I do think like the, a lot of times while I was playing it, I was like, this almost feels like it was made by Sega. Cause it just feels I hear no problems yet. totally chaotic. And uh, <laughs> like my biggest, I think my biggest gripe with the game is like, I almost wish as much as it, it worked better than it did in Odyssey. Cause it's almost like the reason I liked it more than Odyssey is because it basically felt like all the extraneous stuff that was in Odyssey where it's just like, Oh, just go ground pound or go talk yeah. to this dog or talk to this cat, like strip all that away. Yep. And there's basically just like a bunch of, di- there's basically like 12 or 15 different like gateways that are basically almost acting as like a painting in Mario 64. Like, yep. Oh, jump into this, but it's all interconnected, like open world. But you're kind of like, okay, I'm in this area. This is the area that has these challenges. And they had some of that in Odyssey, just not enough of it. Right. In my opinion, like they, but they did have like parts like, Oh, this is clearly like a super Mario 3d world level within this game. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like kind of set aside. And that's kind of what this whole game was. But my main gripe, like up until, so I had about 20 cat shines and I was thinking like the next gigabell, it was like, you need 40 cat shines to unlock the next gigabell. And I was like, gee, like I felt like I had gotten them all when I was at 20. So I was like, right. Where the heck are all these other cat shines? So then going around and then like eventually I'm chipping away and I'm like, I got 40. And then like once I got 40 and maybe a little more than that, maybe it was 50. You like can kind of like quote unquote beat the game. Yeah. And then after you beat that like kind of final Bowser battle and things sort of open up after that. And then it's like, Oh, actually there's a hundred cat shines and here now Bowser Jr.'s like, I can warp you around and yep. get you around a little faster. And here's a checklist. And like, once that opened up, the game got way more fun to me, but I did think it like, until I got used to like the, the loop of like, cause it is sort of weird. Like I almost feel like it would have worked better jumping into paintings. Cause I was sort of confused as like, man, I, I got the five like collectible cat shines to like, you know, the hidden ones to like make it to get one. It seems like there's like two, there's like a main challenge and then the five cat shines on every level. Yeah. It's like sort of how it seems at first. Yeah. And then it's like, oh wait, now you got to do this like bow like when it's in Bowser fury mode, you got to get him to like blast these blocks with his fire blast. Yes. And like, Okay, so now that's ones. another challenge. And then yep. it's like, oh, now that I've like completed that stuff, I can go back to that area. Now there's like a blue switch I can ground pound to collect blue coins. So it's like it took me a minute to understand the loop of like, oh, they're like like it, it would have made more sense if I was like, oh, I'm jumping into a painting. Now there's a new challenge like this time around. So I, it, it did take a minute to click in that regard. Mm-hmm. And I guess when I say it feels like a mess, it, it it just like it feels like total chaos when it goes into Bowser's. Fury oh, yeah, mode it is. And you're like trying to get a and especially later in the game when you're like, I just need to like him to blow away these two <laughs> freaking blocks. And like, yep. I ju- you know, I'm just waiting for it to happen. Like there's some elements where it just felt kind of unbalanced in that regard. Sure. But all that said, it's been a long time since I've just been like you know, two, three days straight. Like I'm playing nothing but this game. Yeah. I'm hundred percenting it. Yeah. I'm getting every last cat. I got all, every single cat shine in the game. Same. Um, started to get a little bit frustrating towards the end. Like sure. when you start finding some of those hidden cats, like when I got the last shine I got was like, <laughs> I had to find the five hidden cats yep. in that area. And I was like, Oh my God. Yep. Like I thought, like I thought it was just going to be one again. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to find five yep. of these. And they're, they're pretty hidden, well hidden. Like, 
yeah, they're hidden like in very bizarre spots yes. sometimes. That you're like, and then is like this part of the same area even? Right, oh, it right. Is. And it's like, and like, like I don't think they would put it in a level like past a gate, but like I think one of them I think was. I think so. Yeah, some of them are I'm, pretty trepidatious to get back without getting hit or whatever. Right, you know. Yeah, you, you can't yeah. double jump or use any of your powers really at that point when you're holding a cat. Yeah, and that's so. That's actually, I'm I'm glad you said that because I almost forgot about one of my other gripes. And I guess 3D World did this too, and I didn't notice. But they took away the triple jump, like how you know how you could like do the jump and then like yeah. jump again right as you land the and somersault. then jump again and do like yeah. the triples. Yeah, like you just can't do that in this game at all, or in 3D uh, World, uh, which was bizarre to me. I was like, I feel like I, I uh, that's like one of my favorite things to do in Mario games. Yeah. So I just couldn't believe that I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I found kind of a little bit more frustrating that I like a little bit more about 3D World, uh, I like how in 3D World and in land and whatever, and even in Galaxy and stuff in the previous, like the the camera always is like you're nudging it like 45 degrees at a time. Mm-hmm. In uh, Bowser's Fury, you can you have 360 degree control of the camera. And I just felt like at times, like especially because there is a dedicated like run button which in like Mario uh, 64 and stuff, I don't think there is. I could be wrong about that, but I, I don't think there is. Uh, so I because of that, I would I found myself like holding down Y and then like reaching over my thumb with my index finger to like pan the camera as I like ran around a corner. I, ju- I just found it like a, the camera really like to hold down the run button, and which is the way I tend to play Mario sure. games at all times. Oh, yeah. It, it did get a little bit frustrating. Like I had to just kind of decide. I had to just like not play the way I wanted to play and just say, okay, I'm just not going to run as much right. until I know I'm like, you know, on a straightaway or whatever. But and most of that game is designed kind of uh, vertically because you're kind of going between little Island yeah, pieces. Yeah. That's more a good than, point. Yeah. You know, and you're kind of traveling between those Island pieces with plus or with, you know, you know, maybe just little platforms or a whatever. Connected bridge, maybe yeah, or like or, a tube or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I, I I will say, like, in spite of all those, like, kind of gripes and, and whatever along the way, once I really got rolling, and especially, yeah, once I kind of cleared the, and even a little bit before I cleared the the final boss battle or whatever, but it, like, when I was at about 40 shines or whatever, like, that was when it started clicking, like, okay, I'm getting the loop, there's five cat shines on each island or yeah. each little, like, outpost, and then there's a few extra kind of just hidden bonus ones, like, chasing down the rabbits, like, that was so fun with Plessy, like, chasing down the... Oh, yeah the rabbits like kind of and just all the little throwbacks and it, it really is just kind of a really nice mix of all the games I like you said before it kind of has probably the most sunshine yeah. in its DNA out of any of the games yeah uh, but but definitely has some 3D world and 3D land in there as well especially with the move set and just yes. the way Mario feels to control but I don't know I I really got sucked into it and uh, even the Bowser ba- uh battles are like a little they, they weren't the best, but they're just different than the usual. Like, yeah, usually it's just like, oh, yeah. he does a ground pieces. pound and you got to jump over the rings yeah. and whatever. This was like kind of you got to like grab stuff like out of the ground and throw it at him. And yeah, I don't know. Just uh, pr- pretty different, pretty unique. Uh, I don't know. Pretty unique game. I, I like the concept, too, of like you don't have lives because usually you're just racking up a million lives in Mario games like I like how you just lose 50 coins when you die. But yep. every hundred coins, you just get a new power up to like kind of keep in your little arsenal. I know you mentioned that too. You can kind of just like hit up on the D pad and pop up like one of your five or six power. I think you can hold like up to five of each item. Yeah. You get a little string Um, of different item abilities. You can kind of have in your, in your pocket there. 
And you definitely need to kind of have most of them handy because yes. there's like clearly like, OK, this challenge on these like rotating, like more like Mario Galaxy esque block stages, like above all this lava, which is like insta kill. Like that's another thing. Like usually in Mario games, like you jump on the lava in the 3D Mario games and you can kind of bounce yeah. and take a few hits. And yeah, and like kind of skim my toe, my toe kind of vibes, you know. <laughs> But like uh, in this, it's like instant kill. Yeah. Like, and you're back to the checkpoint. Yeah, so same like, with the tar. Really, yeah. 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 There really were some tough, challenging moments in the game. But it, it, as much as it was a mess when it goes into Bowser's Fury mode, it does lead to some really satisfying. Like there was like oh, one yes. moment where I was like running across this like collapsing bridge, like, you oh, know, those, yeah. like little tiles that pop up or fall beneath you. Or maybe it was clouds. I can't remember. But there's like speed burst panels. And then like I got to the end, got a cat shine. Bowser's there like blast like I was already at a point where I was like oh collecting cat shines doesn't make Bowser go away anymore like you got to just take him on mm-hmm. and so like I did this like long jump like right over his like flame bur- it was mm-hmm. there were so many moments that were like holy like oh let me save that clip oh let me save that clip. oh it yeah was crazy I know uh, just so many moments like that but it, it honestly it was quite a bit bigger than I expected. It, it yeah. almost the length of Mario Sunshine, like a little bit shorter than that. But I remember like when I beat Sunshine thinking like, man, if this was just more like the length of Mario 64, it'd be just as good of a game. And I kind of was right there with this game. I was like, man, and it, again, it stripped out the stuff that annoyed me more about Odysseys and it just wasn't so overstuffed. I just thought, man, this is really fun, fresh take on Mario yeah, um, like a true 3D Mario experience as basically bonus content to Super Mario 3D World is a pretty cool thing. Like, yeah, you know, like it felt like they were able to take a few more chances knowing that, hey, yeah. this isn't like a mainline yeah. Mario game. True. Or, you know, but it's not a full blown spinoff. But like we talked about before with John, too, I do wish that it, you know, you could just download it for 20 yeah. bucks or 30 bucks. It's or, so silly that you can't. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but I like it's a legit thirty dollars. Like I wouldn't be mad if I paid thirty dollars oh, and that's what agreed. I got. I'd be like, oh man, totally that's agreed. well worth like a, even yes. forty. Like yes. it's a pretty jam pack. I really thought it was going to be a more of a just kind of okay. We have to justify releasing this port, so right. You know, we'll give you something, and it's like, oh, this is cool. I, I'm curious if this will. Uh, any of these mechanics or any of these ideas will show up in the next Mario. Right. Game, they, I think they could easily build off of that to make the next 3d Mario. Oh uh, yeah. Pretty easily. I would be yeah, perfectly happy with that to be honest. Yeah. I, I definitely would not, especially if they bring some Plessy mechanics or it, it, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be that character, but just something along those lines. Like I really liked that feeling of just traveling around and open world, the, the, the land appearing a la toe jam and Earl as you're like kind of unlocking things. So it just, you know, I'm, I'm into all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. The pacing felt really good. Like yeah. it just felt like, again, once it, 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 when I wasn't quite sure what was going on, I was still like, well, how am I going to get all these shines? But like the pacing just felt really nice where like, sometimes you can feel overwhelmed with too much stuff to do in a yeah. Mario game. It's like, okay, I, clearly just haven't been over here yet let's go over here and chip away yeah so i don't know and i did i forget did you get a chance to play any of the two-player mode at all uh not really no no because i was kind of curious how that would work uh just being that like their partner would play as bowser jr yeah. like it just seemed kind of interesting but yeah i don't no. know just d- different from the usual like even even just that like uh, angle of like hey my dad's like a little more mad than usual like he seems like he's going crazy <laughs> like you gotta help me calm him down mario yeah. papa's a little um, little wild right now 
Yeah. Yeah. And all the like almost like Yoshi's crafted world vibes of like the when Bowser would like uh, Bowser Jr. would like do the paintings and yeah. stuff to kind of like give the storyboard stuff. Just really, really. And that kind of had a Mario Sunshine sort of vibe, too. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Bowser Jr. Yeah, was big in that game for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I kind of forgot that that was sort of like not the introduction of the character, but definitely the like more or less push, though. Yeah. push of it in like a mainline game. Yeah. Mm hmm. But I don't know any more Mario, Mario 3D stuff or just Mario in general or. I mean, no, I'd, I'd probably prefer I, all I'd say is I'd probably prefer that uh, this new Bowser's Fury game over playing Mario Sunshine for what that's worth. <laughs> Personally, <Yeah. laughs> I, the only thing I'll say, I do love how expressive the like flood mechanics are. Oh, even totally. Just, like, on that very first stage of Mario Sunshine where you can like jump on those like uh, elastic like yeah telephone lines oh, or whatever yeah. like some of that is like oh it's so so fun but yeah there's that's that's fair there's the, the novelty of that sort of 3d platforming didn't happen in a lot of other games so yeah it's a little more expressive of a move set in that game than, yeah. than in bowser's fury like they that that's probably my one real like actual gripe of bowser's fury is that they just kind of took away some of the things that really make mario fun like even you know with like obviously in odyssey you've got cappy as well to like yeah. chuck around and do like quadruple jumps and right. stuff like that Jump but like yeah, not even being able to do that like triple uh bounce because there were some parts i was like oh I, I think i'll be able to get up there by doing like the quick flip around jump or like the duck backflip jump and like oh yeah you can't do that quite the same either like it just a few little differences yeah, that i think that's how it works and yeah it's like <laughs> yeah exactly i can't i can't uh cheese it although you can definitely cheese some stuff in this game too which felt oh, awesome like it, for sure on some of the challenges like where you have to get like the key yeah uh and then bring it back to like the start of the level like you get those like little spinner propeller bl- boxes or whatever yeah. hats that like you can like basically skip the whole stage get to the key super fast but then you're like oh shit now I got to get I back get down because I can't hold the key mm-hmm. while I'm wearing that propeller hat. Mm-hmm. So usually it's like, oh, do I have any Tanuki suits uh, that I can <laughs> throw on here so I could just like flutter my way down to the bottom? Because like you said, it's usually vertical, yep. like all the way up at the top. And if you do have a Tanuki feather, you can just kind of or leaf or whatever. You can just kind of flutter your way down and almost cheese most of them. But if you land in the water, that keys or lava or whatever, that keys oh, yeah. going right back to Try where you again. got it. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different kind of Mario game. It's definitely a little more punishing, a little more difficult, but definitely a cool experience. I'm glad you kind of gave me the nudge to be like, okay, I I I don't know what I was thinking. I need that game in my collection. I'm glad about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of actually, because I, I know unfortunately for Bowser's Fury, it has that two player mode, but I like it's just local and you can just do Mario and Bowser Jr. But I didn't know I didn't know that 3D World you can play online um one to four players so when i was looking oh, at that i was yeah. like oh man me and randall are gonna have to sync i don't know oh, if john geez. has uh, i didn't even think about that that's true you world, can. But that's something that i yeah for some reason i just didn't that i would have assumed honestly nintendo would not have that's the thing that right like a they solo just, it's, yeah it's so unusual for nintendo yeah. to do <laughs> until the switch era and even then it's been a little hit and miss it's for still how a they apply shoot. it yeah yeah like I, I expect it obviously for stuff like smash or mario right. kart or whatever but i assume if it's not like a strictly mario or a strictly multiplayer a strictly mario party is what i was gonna say <laughs> well not a even then multiplayer <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly they gotta patch it like two years yeah, later yeah but it just seems like yeah nintendo's not you can't count on it so no. when i saw that i was like oh one to four players locally or wire or or la online or whatever i was like man we should try to sync up and play some of these because i have not played that game in a long time same 
uh, 3D world, other than the the couple levels I played to refresh my memory. And yep. I definitely never 100%ed it. I know that those some of those challenges at the end of that game are impossible. Oh, they are. It's a good game, though. Yeah, it's great. One of my favorites to be. I like Land a little bit more, same. 3D Land, but I, I still think probably the same syndrome as Galaxy 1 and 2. Like, I, I like Galaxy 1 a little bit more than 2, but if they would have came out in the opposite order... Who Would knows? Yeah. Say, you know, I'd probably just be like, oh, man, this is so fresh. And then more just, of that. Oh, more of the same. Cool. Yes. But, you know, it's not quite as impressive the second time around. But exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I'll happily take some more Bowser's Fury sort of situation second time around. It would be cool to see them maybe like throw like a new villain into the mix and, you know, just like, hey, make, make something a little crazier and throw Mario into kind of a new setting. Mm-hmm. I'd be um, down. Nothing against Bowser. I got, I, you know. We know the kids love Bowser these days, so <laughs> can't take him out of the game. Make him the enemy, or make him the, do, the good guy. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I love when they kind of pair yeah. uh, team up in like the uh, RPGs and stuff. Yeah, so that could be cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I think we could probably wrap up the uh, the video games chat there this week if you're uh, good on your end, Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely on that Mario kick. Like, there's just something about a 3D Mario platformer where I'm just like sucked in it's got me like in that mode of like i want to beat games play go on adventures again it's just i don't know something about playing mario game makes me feel like a kid so oh definitely it's um, it's more, very more than, ingrained yeah it's more than other games and it's not just the nostalgia it's i mean obviously no, i can't separate they're just, they're myself great. from that but it's just they're just so fun and like not stressful even when they're hard because this industry this standard stuff pretty challenge yeah, yeah exactly. it really both 2d and 3d like the the yeah if you want to play a platforming game it play just most of those wrong. mario games <laughs> yeah just can't go wrong and and unfortunately we don't get too many 3d platformers these days no. although that's kind of changing and actually one that i really want to check out before i just to go on a brief tangent before we wrap up there's a new game coming out or that already came out actually on switch and other platforms is called Lunastis, I believe. Yeah. And it's it's supposed to like be kind of modeled. They're like they're kind of they said they're kind of going for like a 32-bit era 3D platformer. Mm. And that's sort of the aesthetic they're going for. And it's only like five bucks, I think, full price on uh Switch. So I've been meaning to scoop that Jeez. up. It just looks like kind of like almost like a Tory yeah. uh, 3D sort of type platformer, but that's that sort of fun. like Crash Bandicoot Cory uh corridor style platforming. But I'm like, ah, eh, since we're talking Sega Saturn, that reminds me that I gotta pick that game up. That would be cool. Um, yeah, like super I'd fun, super fast pace, and yeah, just anything going like capturing that era of nostalgia. I'm all about it. Oh yeah, I like those Tory games. Those are fun. Yeah, those are a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, we can uh, wrap it up there this week, and uh, until next time, you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com and pretty much everywhere else. And until then, we'll catch you next week, and take care. Bye bye. <laughs>
my Ludum Dar rambling no. to, in case, but no, Mario, Mario Golf is is very much a different thing in the first place. So yeah, I told I totally name. I just I wrote down Panzer Saga remake and and Mario, and I think yeah, I was watching the time. I was like, okay, we hit about forty minutes. That looks for oh, yeah. thirty five minutes. So I was like, that should be good. Oh yeah, for but sure. Shoot, I'm so sorry, but I totally <sighs> literally forgot about that game. No, that's fine. 